Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I'm Justin, aka Tags. Tyler, Wrecker of Days. Episode 126. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, but we keep saying the number. We didn't do, make do I, it. Go. Do we stop eventually? I don't know. Or do we? No. Now we'll just keep saying it. We, yeah. It sounds fun. Because it'll be awesome when we hit episode 1111. You have to state that. But then how cool would it be to be at 1,112? Like, we're not going to come to a cool number until after 1,111. The next cool number is 1,234. You reminded me of on the second, 22nd of February, people freaking out about like, oh my God, it's 22222 at 22222. It's a good rep digit day. If you do the shortened date version. Won't see this again for 200 years. I was like, all right. (laughs) <laughs> dude rep digits are exciting numbers are it's, fun it's, numbers are fun uh-huh sure uh anyway. big shout out to sean for joining our patreon this week thank you so much for the support for everybody else that joins and uh listens on our patreon you guys are super duper if you're curious what patreon gets you it gets you access to after Dark, which is our podcast after the podcast where we just talk about more stuff it's usually life drinking joking path of exile and last week was pretty much all Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah, it was 99% Elden Ring. We threw in a little tidbit of PoE at the end. Yeah, just just to make sure it was still a Path of Exile-ish thing, but But it was Elden Ring. We with that one's completely off script. We just we just go. So, not that this is totally scripted. No. We we tend to go off script here too, but it's just more off script. That's all. That's all it is. Is that fair? Yeah. No script off script. Off script the no script. Whatever he just said, that's the one. You sound better. Uh, a little bit. Every now and Less then. like death. Well, I intentionally spoke very little to my children this morning, so uh, my <laughs> voice wouldn't be worn out for the podcast. By the end of the show, which you might even have to end early because of my voice, but by the end of the show, I might sound a little bit like this. This was oh, my voice so yesterday. So today's a lot better. Um, editor, my apologies, but I have a little, little thingy yeah, thing in my mouth. Out of your mouth. Dude, this is your lifesaver unless you Stick actually want me to sound. And stop flicking it around. That's nope. all. And I have a coffee to help. My water's turned off right now. Because, right. um, so you know how we're getting our perimeter drain fixed. Like my yard is loaded with excavators and other cool toys that I, I used to play with back in the day when I had a job. But so now the whole outside of my house is gutted and they were waterproofing. They were fixing and sealing my foundation and then waterproofing it. But then they found that the, the part where the city's water comes into my house, like the, where the water comes into my house, that that's leaking. So they had to, you know, drill through and actually remove the pipe and fix it. So they're actually doing that right now. So hopefully it Fun. doesn't mess up our recording too much, but the water's off. So I like, you know, like any, fortunately everybody else is gone. So I'm the only one dealing with it, but I went to go rinse out my coffee cup before we started, make myself a fresh cup of coffee. I'm like, oh, dang it, no water. So I'm like, Try to get all the like my this morning's coffee out of there, the little grounds out. And uh, then I go to like rinse out. We have these little, it's like a reusable filter that we use for our K, K cup machine. And uh, I went to go rinse that out. And I'm like, oh crap, can't banged it out the best I could. But I have some of like this morning's wet coffee grounds in there with my new guy. Anyway, you know, good times, good times. So I'm fully prepped, just I'm fully prepped. <laughs> I don't think you've seen, I'm going to just assume you haven't seen the movie Meet the Fockers with Ben Stiller. I have, long time ago. So when you went to go to the washroom, I was laughing at you and I said, 
Well, don't worry about flushing it. If it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, flush it down. That's from Meet the Fockers. But you looked at me like it was the first time you'd ever heard it. No, I just looked at you like it was disgusting. Just flush. <laughs> but obviously, you know, there's nowhere for it to go right now. But anyway, that's exactly. disgusting. Um, no, but yeah, no. Uh, everything's, well, you might have some loud sounds in the background, but it's, uh, it's awesome to have progress. It won't be awesome when the bill comes, but it'll be awesome. It's awesome to have progress, right? We're moving up now. We're moving up soon. We won't be scared of rain. Huh? Huh? Uh, yeah. You mean you guys won't be there? Well, yeah. I mean. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, it's cool. It's almost done. It's almost, well, per se. Once this gets fixed, they just fill it in. It's good. Sweet. Oh, man, I can't wait. Can't wait. That'll be nice. How was your week? Uh, it was good. I mean, uh, it, a lot of it just revolves around this kind of stuff, right? Like we, we actually had our dishwasher leak, I think it was last week. But our insurance claim, now we have like the downstairs gone, but now the upstairs has to be completely fixed as well. Like they have to redo all the flooring. So there's a fine balance there. We're using the same company for it, but there's a fine balance between timing because we still have to stay here because the kids are in school. We can't, you know, go to a hotel. We don't have a second car. So, you know, it was a lot of fine balancing, lots of phone calls, but it was good. Uh, I got rid of my bus license, Justin. Did you know that I could drive a bus? You've, yeah, but a long time ago. Why? Why are you using a, why do you have a bus license still? I kept it because, um, you never know, just never know. It'd be like, Hey, we need someone to drive, drive a school bus. <laughs> Does people. anyone drive a bus? <laughs> anyone in the I got room? It. I got it. <laughs> if you don't care about the bushes on the side of the street, I got it. No. Um, when I used to work at a daycare, we used to drive kids to and from, and so to work there and they would pay for it if they really liked you in the interview. But I got, I had a bus license when I used to work at uh, a daycare a long time ago and I just kept it because it was super cheap to renew through ICBC to keep that, right? The class two didn't have air brakes, but I finally got rid of it. And so now I'm just a lowly commoner. I just have a motorcycle license and, uh, and a car license. Did you ever ride with me? Did I ever take you for a nice little cute ride on the motorcycle? Absolutely not. I rode no? your motorcycle once, but I would, no, I would never ride on a motorcycle with someone ever. But you said you rode on me with me. No, I rode it. I rode your motorcycle. You know how to drive my motorcycle? No, I figured it out. You showed me. Oh, we were, we I don't remember where we were. Yeah, we were somewhere. Oh, right. I, I, I remember drove that. It. But no, I would never, ever sit on the back of a motorcycle with someone. The idea of just giving full control and being like, all right, I'm just <laughs> chilling back here. You yeah. take care of it? Nope. Mm -mm, that's not for me. Hey, where are the airbags on this thing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, it was funny because I'm so I'm in line, right? And even though I, you have an appointment at our version of the DMV here, still take some time and there mm -hmm. were two people arguing loud two i think i think they were both like christians i think they below both believed in in the bible but like one was like they were both like very very sure on how creation existed like whether it was like this is happening while you're trying to get your license while i'm waiting for my number to get called there's two people in the waiting room like and they're going at it do they know right. each other? What no, a weird I, I, thing. No, they just met. They're like, you can tell from the beginning of the conversation. How does that come up in conversation? And, and, and they're talking. And like, she is adamant that the world's a few thousand years old, you know, and that the creation thing about days, like it's, it's a literal thing. Oh, so it's boy. only a few thousand years yeah, old. Okay. The other guy's adamant that it's billions of years old, but neither of them were humble in their opinions. Both of them knew with fact that they were right. And so it was hilarious to see two people believe the exact same thing in terms of what's important, but fighting to the death about something that is completely irrelevant to their faith. It was hilarious. So 
anyway, I had a good time. And so obviously me, you know, me, I was talking with the elderly lady next to me who was just tired of losing her license all the time, you know? And so she, she was getting her new, new ID, her new BC ID. Did they let you wait inside? Cause for a while they made people wait outside. Uh, yeah, the non-appointment line, the drop-in line was all outside. But if you have an appointment and all that, you know, they have space for you. And so you're still within the COVID protocols and spacing. But this lady mm-hmm. and I were talking and we keep looking at, because the other conversation about how the world began was very loud and everybody was hearing it. And the elderly lady and I were having a great time interrupting our own conversation to smile and laugh about it. But it was mm-hmm. good. I had a very entertaining week. But unfortunately, I haven't ridden a motorbike in forever now. How about you? Do you have a week? Yes. Okay. Yep. Good talk. Yep. Good talk. I don't um, have anything exciting. I worked and I played Elden Ring. Did you work I, or was it just yeah, Elden Ring? It was a lot of Elden Ring, but I worked. This week was super busy, but I also, it's super busy because I'm taking off tomorrow. I'm going away for a little, well, a week. We're going away this weekend, then coming back Sunday and then leaving with the kids on Monday. And okay. our kids don't know. Oh, okay. Can you explain what's what's going on? So, uh, this weekend, we're going out to River Rock, which is a casino in the Lower Mainland uh, for a friend of ours' birthday. We're going to stay there overnight, just go hang out at the casino, go hang out, uh, drink and eat, and then we'll come back Sunday. And then on Monday, we're taking the kids to Great Wolf Lodge. So we're going to go for a week down to... Uh, I don't know what that it's it's Grand Mound, Washington is the area. It is Washington. Okay. I couldn't remember. Yeah. You've been there before. So it's like you south it. of Seattle. I don't, <laughs> I don't love it there. It's like it's like a minor it's it's just slightly better than Disneyland. It's a it's a place full of kids. It's it's not Did that's you say not my better my, than Disneyland? Well, because I don't like Disneyland. Oh, 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 yeah. I understand. Okay. From a negative me, context, it's, it's better. Yes, for, that's right. Yeah. Okay. I I like it. Less more than Disneyland. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Hang on. We're really in the path of exile talk now. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's right. Is it increased or yeah, more? Are you talking <laughs> like you have a, but is it a reduction to the positive? No. Hang yeah, on. And How when they, is it calculated though? At what point? Uh, anyway, so <laughs> we're taking the kids there for a week and then, uh, yeah, just a chance to sort of unwind. It's been crazy. So. And now we're allowed to travel without having to do the PCR test. You can just do the rapid test for coming back. Oh, okay. Do you have to do that on site? No, I don't know. It, it, it sounds like you, I honestly have no clue how that works. I, I love don't how you understand. plan. You're just like, screw well, it. We're I, that's doing my wife. it. She we'll does it. No, she it. knows. Christina has it all sorted. But to me, I'm like, well, like a negative, a negative rapid test. Uh, do I just. Can't I just bring one from last week? Like, I don't understand how do they, do I have to take a picture? I'm not sure. I don't know what the rules are. I know that I'm getting back into Canada. That's what I know. I know I'm allowed back into Canada and then I'll have to sort things out after that. That's about as far as I know. It would be, I would love to see you doing all this on your own. Like, let's say Christina goes on a trip on her own for, you know, I don't know. She's gone for a few months and you're like, all right, we're going to Great Wolf Lodge, kids. Come on. You, me. Let's get out of here. I it would be just fine. I'm sure it would. I'm sure it would be. It would be like um, Steve Vaughn's character in uh, Strange Wilderness. It's fine. It's fine. It's As fine. he's pulling it's his fine. pants back on. Yeah. Uh, no, it would be fine. And then, uh, yeah, so they're, they won't, we're not telling them until Sunday. So the kids have no idea that they're actually out of school. We're taking them out of like what, a week and a half or two weeks before spring break because I was not going to go to a place full of kids during spring break so 
Makes sense. We're going a couple weeks early and uh, yeah, should be and fun. My goal is to be off my phone the whole time we're there. So, oh, awesome. Nah, lucky you. We'll see. Doesn't usually happen, but. Your oldest is at an age where I remember being really, uh, just based on timing, uh, irritated with surprise or unknown trips, right? Because, you know, making plans. Is, is, he, is he good with, with surprise stuff yet? Or are you going to screw over some plans that he had for Wednesday? So this is actually our first trip he's not coming on. He is actually away this weekend. So he dodged a bullet. But actually, he probably would have liked to come anyway because he does like that kind of stuff. Like he likes the family stuff. But he's gone. So he's not. He's, this is the first trip we're doing where he's not coming oh. with us. So oh. he's not, he's not going to be playing in the water park. That great wolf yeah, he's not gonna be with his speedos <laughs> squirting six-year-olds with a water gun yep well, so anyway should be fun you guys are getting so old yep i was i was christina was kind of laughing about that though. she's like i have to get used to the fact that we have to sometimes trips are going to happen without our kids yeah. and i was like uh hello that's the goal like, <laughs> that's right we need to get the other three Move along. <laughs> I saw your daughter at school today. We were walking past on the sidewalk and she's like, hi, Oliver. Hi, Violet. Yelling really loud. When yeah. did when'd she get glasses? I don't think uh, I've ever seen got, her glasses. She got glasses. Well, she's had glasses for probably a year, but they were not just when, if she felt her eyes tired, she didn't need them all the time. So I have really bad eyes. Yeah. I have my, my prescription is minus six and a half. And Sophia was a minus two point or point two five. So very small. But my do our eye doctor was saying that I was at the same age as she is, so grade two, when I got my glasses. And she wanted to test her three months after our appointment to see if there would, had been any change because if her eyes were changing that quickly, there was a good chance she was following in my footsteps with regards to her eyes. And there was a, there's this, this new solution for people, kids that are like that. So, I, so we went back, she got tested, and sure enough, one of her eyes had changed from a uh, 0.25 to a 0.5. So anyway, these glasses, it's some new technology in lenses they've done studies on, and it has a massive effect on how much your eyes will actually change. So for someone in my, it, just for me as an example, had these glasses been available when I first started with glasses, instead of ending up at like a minus six and a half, I probably, my eyes would have stopped around a minus two, which is a mass. It's like a 65% decrease in how bad the eyes will get just the way these new lenses work and for anyone who has minus six and a half or you know that high if i could have been a minus two that would have been infinitely different like you just, it's so much different so anyway these are some fancy lens they were developed in china and i can't remember what they're called but uh she was saying that the studies that they've been doing um I, what's the word where doctors use it where they like feel morally obligated or they they ha there's some new thing that's come in where they have to tell or they they're really trying to make a focus of telling parents about it so that if you can make it work and afford them it does have this huge impact on on kids eyes long term so hmm. we'll see cool anyway well, that's why she's wearing them i hope it she works. loves them too she, she was she super cute she's only one month older than my boy and she's missing like half her mouth of teeth she's so freaking cute <laughs> and she has like her two big she teeth. rips them out man Oh, wow. She rips crazy. them out. If it comes a little bit loose, I'm like, oh, it's out tonight for sure. It's out. Because she's she just, just going like, to like do works that. At it and she's like, get me my money. That's get awesome. Get me my money. Hey, yeah. good for her. Good for her. My son mm -hmm. hasn't lost a tooth yet. I feel like he's get 20 out. years old and he's like, he's, he's at he the age. He sells all of them? Wow. Yeah. All of his baby teeth. But 
it's funny because he's big enough now. Like now there's just spaces between each tooth because his <laughs> mouth is ready for them, but they're not happening. That's awesome. Anyway, yeah. He's going to lose like all of his teeth within all a week. Once, yeah. Going to mm-hmm. have chicken broth for a few months while they grow back. Well, hopefully he has no problem pulling them out because it's funny how different they are. So like Sophia, she will just wrench on it. She doesn't give a crap. It's coming out. It's loose. Ethan would not let us touch them. We had to try pulling them out while he slept. He had one that was actually like an eggshell hanging because the other tooth was out and he wouldn't take off the tooth. It was ridiculous. He swallowed one. Oh my gosh. The difference between them. But it is, yeah, it's just night and day when it comes to that kind of stuff. That's hilarious. All right. So let's get into some uh, Path of Exile yeah, stuff. We're right? only 20 minutes in. You're fine. People, we're fine, right? I edited down. This is like 15. You're good. You love it. You Five. love it. You do. This week in POE, what do we got? There's some stuff. Uh, talent competition rewards. I don't know. Like, uh, I'm not talented in anything. Mm-hmm. And congrats to all the winners. But I love that GGG does this. How many it's other games cool. are you a fan of that? They recognize people that give a crap about the game and do this cool stuff because fans are always going to do cool things, whether it's sculptures or knitting something, sewing, cosplay, drawings, pictures, paintings, whatever. And but like they do it and it's for fun. But he, I don't know. I like that GGG recognizes and on a regular basis, like this is this is a pretty consistent thing we recognize on occasion here at the podcast. Not like we, we do anything but saying, oh, okay, cool, neat. But I like that GGG is consistently just interacting and even rewarding their fans just for being fans so i think it's pretty cool even the music stuff's pretty sweet too i like that little i would hate to be the one that has to pick the winners oh yeah no yeah that's Mm got to be really tough yeah if ggg put out one of those you know how everybody's always crying because they can't move to new zealand to you know take them up on their next newest job posting Mm -hmm. uh if i lived in new zealand and was specifically asked for hey tyler we would love you to be the person that picked nope Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. I'm 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 still gonna stay you homeless. You get a car. You get a car. You <laughs> yeah. get a car. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's no. a winner here. That's right. And then the the Twitch rivals is coming out again too. They uh, I mean sucks. You know you there was that one. kind of like game breaking bug the first go around. So they're giving it a shot again, giving us a date for that. Um. And also really big props to GGG on the fact that they're doing additional mtx because they gave yeah when the twitch rivals failed the first time a couple weeks ago they still maintained the drops during that event and they said if you watch anybody who's streaming path of exile with twitch drops enabled we're still going to honor the drops that were supposed to be for the rival event so you could still get those twitch drops uh there i was in my head i thought i wonder if they'll just keep the same two Mm-hmm. drops and then just say like yeah if you didn't if you missed it and now you can get them but they actually have two new drops enabled which i think that's really cool of them very cool very to generous do that. Mm-hmm. i mean first place gets 4500 bucks and whatever mtx choice they have too like that's super cool i'm glad they're still really doing that and kind of holding to their word remember at uh, xl con they said they're going to get into more interactive community stuff want to get more into racing but you know you know, it's nice to see. What is Twitch this. Rivals? How does it work? Is it like, it's not best out of one fight, right? Like, I imagine there's some system in place. I don't actually know. I don't know. I know. I know. I guess you I'm, don't have another just one event, ask, right? But, uh, I know I got nobody else, but. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, Justin, here's how it works. What you do <laughs> is actually, you do rock, paper, scissors in the background first. No, <laughs> That's I right. have no idea, man. All right. Well, somehow people will win. Congrats to them. Did you see the new 
hideout and map device MTX. I didn't see the map device one. It's synthesis. Oh, okay. Which synthesis I actually one. thought was really cool. Like that's a highly criticized. Like it, it, synthesis is one of those old leagues where it's like you loved it or you hated it. There really didn't seem to be a vocal crowd for the middle ground. And, you know, I, I, I guess wish this league was synthesis. <laughs> Do you? Because then I could love Elden Ring even more. I wouldn't oh, feel so course, bad yes, playing it because I'd be like, ah, I didn't hated that league anyway. Right now they've got like one of the best leagues they've ever had. And I'm like, but I like that game. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, I like, I like it because synthesis is one of those. Now I don't know any better, but it seems like one of those mechanics that you could cut from the game to make way for something else. And the, the game doesn't change much. You know what I mean? Like synthesized items are neat, but there's, I, I don't see, I mean, it, all I see it as being neat. It's not really great game breaking if it leaves. So I like seeing that, yeah, hey, we still like synthesis, you know, GGG, here's a synthesis idol, here's a synthesis map device. And I like the map device. It's kind of big this league too, because you can focus on it, which yes, you've probably seen more synthesis this league than you have ever since synthesis. So kind of cool did you check out the synthesis clusters or clusters that are on the tree i yeah, didn't i have it oh do you do you like yeah, it i've been playing with them mm-hmm. yep uh, look at you all all yep. awesome and stuff you know concept art oh man um justin just fyi the ravager one mm-hmm. if you ever play spark you're playing solo mm-hmm. or playing with Celestial josh one. i'm not playing with you that is like a guaranteed, I got no more than 20 minutes on me and then I got to like turn all I my screens off. I don't think it would off. bug you that much. Are you kidding me? You add Celestial, which I, I think actually completely suits Spark. You add the new Celestial MTX they just came out with to Spark. Well, you were fine with the old Spark? No, but now oh, it's okay. even worse. Like, Thankfully, it's not a like skill it's a good I MTX, play. but Oh, man. It's not a skill I play. But, uh, I saw Celestial, though. I, I told you before we got started that my head is so into Elden Ring and I was going to message you yesterday in our, we have a WhatsApp chat now for Elden Ring, but I was going to say that I actually, there is a celestial boss in and Elden I was Ring? laughing when I fought it. And I was like, I can't wait for Tyler to like, fight this starry boss. and stuff. I'm, I'm not going to say much else. I'm just going to say it is an, it, it, it was a celestial boss. And I was laughing because it literally was like fighting an MTX celestial boss. I'm, I won't say anything else, but it okay. was wickedly hard, but crazy looking story or dungeon side quest well i don't know it's it wasn't dungeon side quest like one of the things that's so good about elden ring is sometimes i'm not sure if i'm progressing the story or if i'm just like i am the worst rabbit hole person ever with elden ring i put a marker on my map and i'm like i want to go there and check that out it takes me an hour because i'm like oh look oh a door oh look at that guy i I feel like this had to have been something related to story because it was, I got a boss, like actual, the boss soul, which I haven't gotten that from any of the side dungeon stuff, like that I could turn into the fingers for an item. So it had to be story related. I just don't know. Okay. But it was, it was really funny because I was like, oh my God, it's a celestial boss. I don't hate celestial anymore. It's not the only MTX that's coming out. That was like three years ago. You just hated it because it was everything. Yeah, like three years ago, I think it was GGG and no, I guess no criticism to how, like how MTX make their money, but it was like the only MTX style that came out for that entire year, but it's not like that anymore. So bitterness is gone and I'm excited to crush that boss first time. Unlike you, did you kill it first time? 
course you did. I did, yeah. yeah of course oh, did. Let me tell you also, just a uh, side note, if you are playing Elden Ring, there is a, the ashes that you can summon. I found one called Great Shield. I don't know, it was Great Shield Skeletons or something. It's, I actually leveled it to plus 10. It is amazing. It basically summons these three skeletons with massive shields as big as them. And they then, it works where for, because I'm playing caster, I just like, I cast them, let them run towards the boss, and then I actually get to chill back and be a mage and like fire magic. Are they tanky? Like they block? Oh, well, they're upgraded, so they live through an entire boss fight. They'll actually attack and do quite a bit of damage, but when they're being attacked, they take their massive shield and like slam it down and take almost no damage from the hits. Interesting. Anyway, it's my new favorite. My new favorite summon. My new favorite. And then the Atlantis mystery box is now uh, normal, yeah, normal purchase. Normal purchase. Cool. Awesome. PlayStation. Oh, what is that? Patches. So uh, consoles yeah, up to date. Two. Consoles up to date to patch 17.1B. Uh, PC got updated to point two. And point two, Justin, was amazing. I can't wait for that on console. That That's insane. Like, it was a like sure there's fixes, but that was like a massive QOL patch. Did you go through it and see it? Yeah, I did. And I actually really like it. I I saw they did a preview to this one, right? I think this came out as a preview a little bit before yes, the patch came out. And right. So there were a couple things that stood out to me. One, I we talked about the the corrosive. Well, I didn't know it was called corrosive hunger, but we talked about the debuff that happened when you're fighting. Uh, which infinite boss is hunger? that? Infinite hunger. So when you go into the little like room where it's just sludge and you got to find your way out, you get this debuff on you. I just knew the debuff sucked. It made me take more damage, but I didn't actually ever mouse over it to figure out what it was. I had no idea it was just flat armor and evasion rating per stack minus. It's no wonder it was so rough. So I think that's a really good change to change it now. It's a minus 1% uh, physical damage reduction and minus 1% chance to evade per stack, which I, that's at least fair when it, I feel like when you move it to percentage versus flat, it works out better for most people. But even better than all that is the fact that once, once you drown, I, I, guess, I, I guess you're drowning and teleport. I don't know which that, order that is. Does that mean like when I come out of the sludge or when I'm teleported into the sludge? I've never had it happen more than once, but I think you can continuously go through that cycle depending on how long the fight mm -hmm. takes. Regardless, the fact that you'll actually lose those stacks yes. uh, when a, he drowns you now. It's a new now, start every time. Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, sorry, and the only other thing that really stood out, well, there's a couple, but one that made me laugh was that the oil being set alight now is considered burning ground. We joked about this yes. in one of our past episodes that it didn't make sense and that it's fun to be creative from GG's side, but you're not divinity. So just if it's on fire, that's burning ground. Please don't make some weird thing like, yes. well, actually there's oil underneath and that little. So now they're making it so it counts as burning oil, which Mark did say yeah. they were going to talk about doing. And I'm glad that they did do that. Oil that has been set alight is now treated as burning ground and applies a burning ground debuff rather than burning oil. To me, that just made me mad. That's something that it needs to be done before it comes out like that. That's something that in a game like this, that already it's hard to see visually. Like that's the kind of stuff it should, it's just the forethought in that it needs to be done before it's released. Like th there's no way that should exist. Even like 
I, I don't know the process of how it happens. I mean, it's just an accident, though. It's possible sure. that it just slides through, right? Sure. And I'm sure that's what it was because they acknowledged it right away and then fixed it relatively quickly. But it's that's mm-hmm. the kind of stuff, though, that's just infuriating as a player because you're doing what you can to mitigate that specific type of damage and it's not working. And the game already doesn't tell you so much information. So for that to happen and for you to even know it's a bug or actually a different mechanic, how is a player ever going to know? So I'm, well, I'm and glad that's it's what made it fixed, really funny at the end of when the day, it came up nice. was people talking about it. And then Mark just yeah. being like, well, we talked to them and actually <laughs> the, it's like, no, 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 that doesn't work. I it just yeah. you can't do that in this game. If no. it's on fire, burning ground, just keep it simple. Yeah. Yeah. There's other ways to make the game hard. But uh, like for me, I actually quite like the uh, changes, like you said, to the uh, infinite hunger fight, because I like I like the character of the boss but i don't like the boss fight it or it has way too many invulnerability phases like when it's that sludgy tentacle thing and it's moving around you know it can't take damage and there's you know there's obviously the phase where the boss isn't even around so but the fight itself has awesome tells you know what i mean like you know what kind of attack is coming and i love that i absolutely love that i don't like the invulnerability phases but i found that uh, it was relatively easy to know what was coming based on other mm-hmm. stuff it wasn't always easy to avoid but i there's parts of the fight that i really do like and other parts that i don't uh, after i beat the infinite hunger this week i had i was so i was checking some stuff out that dropped actually the drops weren't very good but i was looking at something within my character and i was almost dying i had to like quickly exit out of the screen and then like jump away there was some sort of dot on the ground that lasted forever after the death Oh, after it was dead? Oh, I hate that stuff, man. Yeah, I thought oh, that was done. I hate after. I thought I, that was gone. I didn't know it was a thing. Well, I mean, I know it's a thing in the game, but I didn't know this boss did it. But yeah, there was a couple other things. Actually, I hate to regurgitate a lot of the patch notes, but there were so many QOL things that I absolutely loved. The number of prefixes and, prefix and suffix modifiers on an item isn't saved when re-rolling modifiers with an Eldritch Chaos Orb. That's an interesting thing yeah. to discover, hey? That if you had like two prefixes and two suffixes, it would just keep that as you kept re-rolling mm-hmm. interesting so yep. i mean that's not a thing anymore but i that was an interesting find love 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 this edition slash atlas passives in your chat command tells you all the atlas passive points you've earned and are missing which i think is i so had wondered cool. about that in the beginning of the league like i wonder how you would know if you missed any and i assumed there was a command i just didn't know what it was so i just ignored it but i love that they've added that can you do that stuff on console yeah they have the chat the unfortunate part about console is you're using that keyboard so you're using an yeah you got to type or whatever click so ggg side note here but a suggestion is have some quick command listed so that users can just go you know like quick you know slash deaths or slash atlas passive slash passive just have that there as a quick addition so people can just quickly scroll up instead of needing to use the insane keyboard that's on both consoles. Mm-hmm. Cool change though, I like that. Yes, very. I absolutely love it. And they added a notification for when you get a map crafting option, which is neat. When I first read that, I I I read it incorrect in the sense of like, oh my god, are they actually going to tell me now if I'm in a map that has a map uh I I didn't think of it as the map a map craft that you get from you know when you actually run your map. But I was like, when I'm in a map that has a craft that I need to click on, we've talked about this, right? You go into a map, that's where you have to find the crafting recipe. Uh, that's how I read it at first. I was like, oh my God, they're 
they added that. And then I reread, I was like, no, they didn't. <laughs> oh, but it's still awesome, right? Because you have that good. thing. You never know when you get it. And all of a sudden you go into your map device and you're like, oh, look at this. It might change your plan. So yep. I like, I like being cool. told things as it happens. I love this edition. The frag t- stash tab now holds the Eldrick and Maven invitations. I think that's cool. Yep. Why, why do you think it's in the frag tab instead of the map tab? Because that would technically be a map. They're not really a map. Well, it's a boss. Just like, it would be like your your... Atlas influence. Like, yeah, they have the influence section in the map tab now, right? To me, that's the same thing. I mean, Simulacrum is the same, and it's not in the map tab. No, I guess. Same with the Legion stuff. But those are are like side quests. Maven and Eldrick are core. They're like, that's your quest. it's core, but it's like, it's it's not mapping. It's not the same as doing a map and then... It's an event. It's oh, like, that's true. That's a good point. Wait, the Eldritch invitations, that... does it just load? Uh, it just loads the boss. You're right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Uh, this finally happened. They mentioned it a while ago. Showing advanced mod descriptions is just on. It's not an option. Right. That's good. Yep. Super duper. Mm-hmm. Did I love this as a minion player. Um, the Val Omnitech and Adziri are now untargetable when they're invulnerable preventing minions from prioritizing them over other monsters oh so like when the monsters are coming in on the side they're sitting there hitting her while she's got a shield but that's actually in a lot of fights it's a Mm -hmm. lot like for example with einhardt when that beast is captured and in the process it's like a five second thing while he's doing his speech and it's and the thing's getting zilched in the trap but the minions still attack it when you're doing something like in the story mode, Malachi and uh, what's her name with the crazy hat? Um, Piety, right? You mm-hmm. know how like who's targetable is different. It's 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 not perfect yet. Like Does the she have a crazy are still hat. Pla- I don't think I've ever looked. She has that like this weird tall thing. Okay, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, do a scroll in on her next time you see her. I don't usually scroll in. Yeah, I'll have to do that. So anyway, yeah, but like that fight, for example, would be a good early example of minions getting confused as to who's targetable or not. So anyway, sure. Point being, I like this because it's a step in the right direction for all these bosses to get touched on or all those invulnerability phases. It's, it's, it's really nice. Now, this won't matter to me, but I thought this was really cool too. Trial of, trial of Ascendancy portals now tell you what kind of offering they contain when you encounter them in maps. What kind of offering? They can offer a different offering than yeah. just the basic offering yeah, of I the goddess? Yeah, I think there's like four offerings now. There are, but I thought you had to... I, I didn't know those were just random drops at the end. Huh, interesting. Yeah. So that's that. Busy week. Awesome. Amazing patch. Like that's QOL. And I didn't Lots mean to regurgitate it, but tons yeah, and tons of fixes. Definitely. So that was that was a huge I now see I can see why that's a point two. Not a yeah. point C, but a point two. <laughs> uh, so true. Justin, I uh, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. I've been anxious to ask you this all week. How was your POE week? Well, it started right about 37 minutes ago when we started recording. <laughs> now I've been, I've been paying attention and then on discord, but I, I have been on the time that I've been playing something. It's been Elden Ring. How, how think, have you been liking it? A little, little, I think it might bit. be my favorite game of all time. Whoa. I have yet to find a game that is, I, I, I don't, I can't put it into words. I, I shouldn't, it's weird to be this far into a game, this many hours into a game and still going like, oh my God, that's amazing. Wow. Look at that. I'm this far in and I still pick up items where it's like new item for crafting. And I'm like, how? Like that's, that's insane to me. How many hours do you think you're in? 
Right, well, on the character thing, I think it says 60, but I also spend a lot of time where my game was left running because I have to work. So I can't always be, I don't always close it because I'm like, well, I don't want to wait 15 seconds for it to open back up. Maybe I want to go run and do a, something. So I don't know exactly how much time I'm level 104, I think, but the it's just there's I, it's hard to find a game. The thing is, Path of Exile is always going to be a good game. It's always going to be my top game because I can always come back to it. There's always something for me to do. I don't think Elden Ring's that. I think Elden Ring for me is even less of that than a Dark Souls game. A Dark Souls game, I would have picked it up and you and I would have done a new playthrough. We've done that before. Let's start from the beginning. I'm not sure Elden Ring's that for me. I don't know that I would play it again just because of its sheer size. It, like, yeah, that size definitely has an incredibly big. Value. Yeah, and, and maybe you eventually figure out. See, the thing is, I haven't followed anything. I don't, I don't like we you sent that interactive map, which is really cool. But where I'm at, it doesn't, there's not much that matches up. It's really hard to find. Yeah, it's from the testing beta side. Right, which is, I, I, I'm fine with that. But, whoops. Um, but it's so big. Like it just, I, I can't think of a game where it's just, it's so big. There's, it's so not linear that sometimes I'm like, where am I supposed to go right now? Like what, I don't even know what progresses the main mission right now. I have no clue. And you're doing stuff, talking to people. They say, oh, go do this. And I love that about these games. They're not like, hey, go right here. There's very few things in Elden Ring where it actually puts a marker on your map and says, this is where you need to go. And that's a ton of fun. And then I'm doing things and randomly stories change and people are dying. And I was laughing that you can tell George R. R. Martin was a big part of writing this because people just die. And I'm like, well, what the like? So I don't know. It's just it is one of my favorite games. I think it is my favorite game ever just because of its massive, massive size. And I, it's shocking to me to be this far into it. And I feel like I'm maybe 60 percent, 50 or 60 percent. That's cool. Completed, like going through this brick, uh, going through the story. So uh, it's just crazy. I, it's just insane to have a game that's that big, be completely open world. And I am completely enthralled in that world right now. Like it's so much fun. That's and so it cool. really, really sucks because I wish this was a synthesis league. I wish this was a league where I was like, I'm fine missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not. It's a league I really, really like. So I right now I just haven't. I know I'm leaving for a week. So I was like, I'm going to hit Elden Ring super hard because when I take a week off, who knows if I'm going to come back to playing it. But yeah, so uh, my POE week play wise was very, very limited. What about yours? Uh, I definitely played some Elden Ring, um, but I also played some Path of Exile. And I'm in I, I'm very surprised at myself. But oh, actually, on a side note, Justin, just with your Elden Ring bit. Did you know there's New Game Plus? Uh, you confirmed that? Yeah. Really? Isn't that crazy? I'm really bummed that you guys aren't playing on PC because there are times where I'm like, man, this game would be so fun with another person. And some of these fights are just uh, like, uh, there's, there's a lot that I've come across where I'm like, I can't wait to hear from Tyler and Ian when they get to this part or when this, you know, when they experience this part. Um, I can't imagine having to start over though. I really don't. It's so, 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 so big. Yeah. Like I told you, I literally put a marker not far away from me and I am the biggest idiot in the world because I'm like, nope, go down there. Ah, I'm going to go over there. Like I literally cannot go just straight to that spot because there you can't go without 
passing something or wanting to find something. And I don't know where everything drops. I have no idea what's in these dungeons. I, so I'm going to go explore them. I want to find out what's at the end. I want to actually see the bosses and see the fights and stuff. And it's crazy too this far in to rarely see duplicates of bosses. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's kind of it's astonishing. Uh, it's, it, it's pretty crazy. So I, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's crazy that there's a new game plus. Is it like a plus plus? Like you just keep going or really? Yes. God, you gotta damn, love your how? character. But you you did say there's respects. Well, now, you can respect. Here's the second thing. Look at the size of this game. The amount of different bosses, the amount of different builds, the amount of different weapons, all the interactable terrain. Now, this is a console first company, right? PC is secondary to them. Obviously, they make it, but you know, from a console standpoint. The quality of this release is unbelievable in general, uh, let, alone, let alone the size and scope of the game. The, the quality yep. is, oh my goodness, it is, I, 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 it's just like there's no bugs that you're tolerating. There's no bugs that you crashed. can see. It's just working yep. well. It's yep. like they delayed it that extra month to get rid of every bug they could see. That's what it feels like. It's insane. To me, it's absolutely especially for insane. the size of the world. Yeah. Like that, it, games like that always, you know. Even if you look at Dark Souls, past Dark Souls games, massive, unbelievably big games, but they're not free to roam. They're not completely open world. And then add on top of that, giving me a horse that can double jump, which just opens up the door for how do we make sure someone can abuse it? And I, it's crazy to me to find a nook in a mountain and be like, wow, they actually made it so I can't. Yeah. I think I should be able to, you know, I, I, can I just reach that? And nope, you can't. It's just outside of your range. Whatever they I, did. I just find stuff like that crazy. Yeah, it blew my mind. So, so, yeah. uh, so Path of Exile, what'd you yeah, do? So um, I played both of my guides. I did my Righteous Fire Chieftain that uses Incinerate for, as it's six link, right? For the boss or rare help. And then I also played my Bone Zombies. That's a Necromancer, pure physical that deals with, uh, has a lot of uh, block as well. And Justin, I never thought that I would do this. I thought that I would be playing with my Atlas passive tree a thousand times over. And there's definitely stuff that I like. This is one thing I love about Path of Exile. There's so many different mechanics I want to interact with, but I have to make the hard choice of choosing between my different passions within the game. Mm -hmm. And so like there's definitely certain things that I wish, like I've excluded Arbinger and I've excluded Delirium, which are two that I really would love to have. I love it for what? What did you take instead? Is this are you so, still tormented? I am. Rogues? I'm rogues, hmm. torment, abyss, strong boxes, and then a couple of the like map specific ones that don't deal with uniques. Sure. Yep. And I'm just I'm just in love with it. It is terrifying. It is just so scary to have a boss surrounded by torments, but a boss that's surrounded by torments that has two rogue exile bodyguards that are completely beefed up with all the other rogue exile clusters on the Atlas Passive Tree. And so all of a sudden you have a boss that's duplicated with two fully buffed rogue exiles with five torments waiting in the boss arena. And you walk in and all of a sudden you see a whole bunch of green spinning orbs around all these people. And you're like, oh man. And like, it's have just you run into spots where you can't do it. Oh, where yeah. you've just like well, let, let yeah. me put it this way. <laughs> I was going to brag that this is the first session I've actually beaten the map boss that was surrounded by torments. <laughs> so to answer your question, yes, I've come across it quite a lot. Often. Yes, I've come across quite a few that I could not do, but I, I like that. Like 
to, sure. to me, like that's kind of one thing that I love about the whole Dark Souls thing is like I finally beat Margit, but it took me 30 attempts. Crazy. Right? But it's not because yep. the boss is overtuned or I was making stupid no. mistakes. I would just I would be doing really well, but then I would fight. make one mistake. Now Path of Exile's not that, but I I like that mentality. Like I don't I I like running maps that I'm probably really stupid to run. Like a lot of people play this game for the sake of completion, for the sake of, you know, well, I have to beat this to get the... Now, I guess let me backtrack. I want the map completion first. Once I have that map completed, then I'm like, okay, let's let's corrupt this. Let's see. Oh, wow. There's all three extra physical damages converted to, you know, a billion percent fire and cold and lightning. I'm like, wow, I really shouldn't do that. Okay, let's put that in. Let's put a scarab in. Let's put a fragment in. All right, let's get this going. Mm -hmm. And then... And then I forget that my Atlas passive tree exists because I'm used to the multiple years without the massive passive tree. And I come in and I'm like, oh, wow, there's an abyss and a delirium right off the bat. Okay, let's hit them both, you know? And it's like, yeah, Yeah. I like that. And if I use up all six portals, like, sure, I get discouraged or disappointed, but I have fun at the same time. And so, like, it's not, to me, it's the reward isn't in the drops, though. I mean, I know that sounds contradicting. That's why you play the game, but I, oh my goodness. Like, I, I was really tempted to get rid of the two torment clusters to try and put a tiny bit into delirium so that the cloud would move slower and I'd get more abyss jewel or more delirium. Uh, what is it called? Cluster jewels. But I, I just can't. I love the prospect of being terrified of that boss and being like, nope, I'm out. I can't do it. And so uh, it's fun. But man, I, I, I don't think I can get rid of rogues. I can't. No, you really like it. Eh? I, yeah, I, I really, really do. And man, when you roll 20 of them, and the chance that they're duplicated, and now I finally have the the notable in the Atlas Passive Tree that gives that guarantees me at least five additional torments in a map. Like it's awesome. And mm-hmm. with Abyss, it's just hard because it's one of the only things in the Atlas Passive Tree that guarantees an increased monster level. Right. And so I'm getting tons of 87, 88, 89 items. How fun is it to have a level 89 Stygian Vice that you can just craft and have fun with like on they're fun on, but it's like what 86 is kind of once you're at 86 you're kind of yeah, 86 is it yeah, but it's sure. common like a normal yeah, yeah, drop totally. that would so when you're doing an item level 83 map that's a t16 when you're doing that maybe you'll get an i86 item right normally you have to right. do the bosses for those drops to happen so sure when you're blitzing through maps that might be common but it's not for somebody at a normal pace with a normal sure. few minute boss fight so for me, though, every, every, every one I'm clearing, almost every rare that drops is I-86+. plus. So it's mm-hmm. great because now I'm getting, oh, wow, well, there's an I-86 amethyst ring with a, with a nice implicit low. Sweet. Okay. I'm going to stash that aside. But then all of a sudden, I'm getting so many of them, I-86 plus items of, of the base types I want. Because remember, you're not always getting the base type you want, let alone the mods you want. They're common. And I love that now because now my theory crafting brain's exploding. Like, okay, now I have all these base types of I-86 plus items. And I'm like, okay, well, now I actually have the base types to go forward and craft mediocre gear to see if this build would actually work. You know what I mean? Because I can get that chest piece with a tier one roll finally. So yeah, it's, 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 I just, I, I don't think I'll change it. I, I really want to because I want to experience all this other stuff. So hopefully GGG adds Atlas passive respects every league like they do for characters in standard for the character passive skill tree because uh, I'm, oh man, I'm having so much fun with it. Hmm. 
That's sweet. But yeah, it was so one thing now because I don't have my void stones, I have four T16s kicking around, right? So I have like 60 of the one that has that. What's his name? Joffrey? Jeffrey? He's in. Yeah, the big guy. Yeah, he has a big slam. He has a whole bunch of uniques that almost made. It's like the only thing in the game that's close to like a unique set. set. Yeah. Yeah. I hope GGG never goes. I know they've said they're never going to item set land, and I hope they stick with that. Yeah, G- Joffrey, Jeffrey's like that one who has like so many uniques named after him. You could probably do a, a Joffrey set build. I don't know how they mix or match or anything. He's He's got the helmet. Is it the helmet that has, it's about the holy relics? Is it that one? Is that Mr. Jeff? Oh, I can't remember if his is the one that just is plus to skill gems. I can't remember. Yeah, I forget. And it could have changed on yeah, the anyway. But anyway, it was him that was surrounded by rogues and had oh boy. tons of stuff in there. And it was him, like his smash. I died yeah, three times. I couldn't even see the boss. I don't know what <laughs> hit me. I don't know if it was a rogue arrow. I don't know if it was a smash, but the AOE was so big. And the one thing that I don't like about PoE is, of course, having no idea what the icons or the mods mean. You know what I mean? So, like, I see that there's like five mods on the screen, right? Now, PoE 2 is fixing this. We saw the permanent boss bar right at the top with the permanent mods listed. So that stuff's really awesome. And I'm, so I'm obviously looking forward to that. But when I see that there's five tormented spirits possessing this boss, I don't know what it does. So I'm kind of running around like a chicken with my head cut off for a little bit while I figure out how fast the boss is, how big the AOE is, how fast the attack speed is. So, But it's a lot of fun. I enjoy that aspect of boss fighting, figuring it out. And when I add torment to a boss fight, it's kind of like relearning the boss every time. So. It's a lot of fun. I had a great week to answer your question. <laughs> did you play much Elden Ring? I did. I did. I, yeah. I got about two sessions in of Elden Ring, maybe seven hours. And I probably did the same for PoE, about seven hours in total. Nice. So a so lot, lot of construction happening in the background. So we're going to have to finish up quick. But there was one thing I wanted to mention before we sign off. But then I, I remembered one more thing. So the Atlas tree, uh, one thing I want to give GGG big props for is... There's a lot of hover. There's a lot of hover information available. Like if you hover over something, you'll see like there's a description of what what this mechanic or you know like what a wild rogue is compared to a rogue exiled compared to a bodyguard. You know, like th- those are references to some of the questions I might have had going through the rogue clusters on the Atlas Passive Tree. But all the new content they're coming out with, and they're doing this with. And they're doing this with a lot of new gems as well as they come out. Like Cruelty, for example, has when Cruelty came out right away, they came out with bracketed info. And I absolutely love that. And the Atlas Passive Tree is loaded with it. So I'm excited for as that continues and as they touch up other items in the game, for the game to just be loaded with in-game information that like the basics of what is this? You know, I, I, I don't mind looking up like the the nitpicky stuff but the core basics like what does this very basic aspect mean i that that i really like and they're doing a very good job with that with their new stuff so i want to give them a quick shout out there um but i do have bad news for ggg this league is giving me well everyone i I would assume a lot of id drops like just with the league mechanic when you're interacting with the arch nemesis system and now, now that's awesome and so th- this isn't a criticism to GGG, but this is bad news because I love it. I love how much faster and efficient my gameplay is because of these ID'd mods dropping. Like my filter, 
I have for every single class and subclass, I have what mods I want to show at what tier. So only show ID'd stuff if it has a tier one role of this, or depending on the mod, maybe a tier two or tier one mod of this. And so it's already very strict. Now, there are some generic stuff, like if it's, for example, it's going to show every, I, every drop that has, I don't know, an enchantment on it or something like that, right? So it's all going to show that no matter what the mods are. But I love that. And it makes it so easy to, oh, shoot, okay, this is actually something worth looking at. And it doesn't require effort. I don't have to play the puzzle game with my character's inventory as I go through stuff. You know what I mean? I can just hover it. Great. Oh, wow. No, I don't like it. Moving on. And I, it, I am in love with it. My gameplay has been so much more efficient and faster. I don't play for fast, but I feel like I'm moving along more. I'm doing less micromanagement with ID drops. And oh, man, it's so good. So good. You'd like to see more? I, I, I think I'm starting to fall into the line of no scrolls of wisdom at all. No, Just ID everything's stuff. ID'd. Uh, yeah, I especially if poe2 and as ggg goes along if they're gonna continue with this onslaught of an insane amount of thousands of different base types i i think if you're looking for fluid gameplay i think id drops are the way to go yeah especially if you can eventually get it to where you're because to be able we talked about this when we've talked about it compared to i can't remember the other game with their filter but the ability to filter based on the mods then also makes it if you're not going to clean up your drops, then give us the power to do it for you and don't have them being unidentified, but let me filter out or filter for the stuff I actually want to see. Yeah. And I, I, mm -hmm. I don't find it's getting rid of my joy of items. Uh, I just find that it's getting rid of the tediousness of items. Like I actually am just really enjoying when something drops ID'd, I'm like, choo, 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 choo. It's, it's a quick look and off I go. And mm -hmm. I pick up what I'm excited for, and I'm not interacting with junk, which is, to me, a positive aspect of item weight. The more junk I interact with, like, I don't have to interact with junk to appreciate a good item, which I know is a big part of how they have their scrolls of wisdom and interacting with items. But for me, just because I don't have to interact with junk to appreciate an amazing drop later on. I have to see junk. I have to see stuff or it just needs to be a good amount of time in between. But the junk doesn't add value. It's more the frequency of a good drop that adds value to the good drop. So that's a small thing. That's a small thing that I've learned here just with Arch Nemesis with the amount of ID stuff that's happening. Personal preference, of course, but uh, I quite like it a lot. There's there's lots of drilling and door slamming going on, so my apologies. Let's people. wrap up uh, episode 126, Forever Exiled. Thank you so much for joining us. I am Justin, aka Tags, Tyler, Wrecker of Days. Patrons will catch you in After Dark. Everybody else will see you next week in episode 127. If you're looking for more information, you can find it down below. We get a website, foreverexiled.com, or on Twitter, foreverexiled82. We have Discord, which you should be in if you are not, and Patreon and other ways to support the podcast. All down below. Love ya. Word.